At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Two of the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Greater New Orleans Hall of Famer, Sean King. Hmm. I am Tim Murray. Uh, such a cool moment yesterday and uh, appreciate all the kind words just being a part of it. And I'm sure your phone was blown up today. So uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool to see uh, in a cool moment. If you hadn't checked it out, check out the uh, Twitter feed at VEASAN Live of uh, when Tommy Bowden surprised Mr. King. Yeah, man. His induction into pretty the neat. Uh, Greater New Orleans Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm sure a Hall of Famer somewhere is our next guest. Uh, From the San Jose Mercury News, KNBR out in the Bay Area. It is Dieter Kurtenbach. Dieter, let's get to the Warriors and the latest on Steph Curry. I know he practiced. I heard, you know, uh, I heard Steve Kerr talking about, you know, the endurance uh, that he showed uh, during practice. So uh, from your understanding, where do we stand on Steph Curry and uh, is he going to be how close to 100 percent, you know, come this weekend for the Warriors? Yeah, he, he he's going to play. He'll probably start. He'll be on a minutes restriction, but I don't know how serious they're going to be about that. Uh, it might be a minutes restriction of something like 30 to 35, which pretty normal regular season outing for Stephen Curry, as opposed to sort of the playoff 40 minutes that you would expect. Uh, Curry's 
kind of making no bones about it. Uh, he was telling Draymond Green on Draymond's podcast that, that he's not going to be 100%, that he's going to have to tough through it, and that that's just the nature of the playoffs. So what that looks like, we'll, we'll see. But um, the Warriors are going to have him back, and obviously that changes everything for Golden State. Uh, it's not just like any other player comes in and, Oh, here's, you know, excellent, you know, excellent offensive play and baskets left and right. I mean, Steph Curry is the system and the system doesn't work really without Steph Curry. It's been a struggle for the Warriors offensively without him, even his presence on the court, even if he's not 100% Steph Curry, that's going to change a lot for the Warriors in a very, uh, in a very good way, I'd imagine. So when you look at this series against uh, Denver and, you know, Denver has Nikola Jokic and that's kind of it uh, because Jamal Murray's out, uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s out. Uh, You know, they were able to make it to the playoffs, avoid the play-in tournament. Uh, They do have likely MVP in Nikola Jokic. What do you mean? He is going to be MVP, Sean. I know you don't want it to happen, but he's going to be the MVP. Um, But, Dieter, how do you see this series playing out? I I feel like, you know, with with the emergence of Jordan Poole and now you reinsert Steph Curry – I don't know if I don't know how the Warriors what you know how many games it's going to take, but I just feel like this is a a rather good matchup for the Warriors. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree with that. I think that uh, comparatively to Dallas, uh, so I suppose now Dallas is the team that you would definitely want with uh, Luka Doncic's status, but Dallas and then Utah with their size and, and some of their perimeter shooting. I'm not a big Utah guy, but I can see. You know, possible you know possible problems there. I think that this probably is the best matchup for Golden State. That said, you know, Jokic is that dude. He's the guy, and the Warriors have struggled all year to handle size, and they're going to be calling on Draymond Green to play a lot of center in this series. And a couple of tough foul calls could really turn an entire game. And, and tilted a little bit more in De- Denver's favor than it would normally be. So I, I, I don't necessarily think this is going to be some sort of a cakewalk. Could the Warriors go out there and have it all click and look like a team that's going to compete for a championship? Absolutely. Everything's on the table with Golden State, but it wouldn't shock me at all if this series went six games and the Warriors had some some real struggles because Jokic is just that good. And that's really the Warriors' biggest Achilles heel is dealing with a bona fide superstar center. And there is no better superstar center, sorry, Sean, than Nikola Jokic right now. We're talking to Dieter Kurtenbach, San Jose Mercury News, KNBR uh, on the radio side out there in the Bay Area. I, I think it was on uh, the Draymond podcast, or maybe it was to the media. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But there was, uh, there was some talk by Steph of a little disrespect he felt like no one was picking them. No one's believing in them. I don't know if that was tongue in cheek. When you read quotes, it's hard to depict, uh, you know, how people are actually saying that. I mean, he has won three championships, yeah. but to a man, I, I don't think many people are predicting the Warriors to probably make it to the Western Conference Finals, let alone you know win another yeah. championship. So, is is there are they able to play with that? you know, proverbial chip on their shoulder here in the, uh, in the playoffs this year. Yeah. I think that it will guide them a little bit. I think that they have a lot to prove, not just to people on the outside, but I think they have a lot to prove to themselves. Uh, You think about just this season for the warriors and how they started it and how they've been really since about the halfway point. And 
been about a 500 team over the last couple of months. They've had a lot of injuries. They've had to work through a lot of stuff, but 500 doesn't exactly inspire confidence. So they have to prove it to themselves that, hey, they, they are a championship contender. They're a team that can play the level of defense necessary to compete the kind of defense they were playing at the beginning of the season. And they have not played a single minute this season with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Andrew Wiggins together. Not a single one. They've had 11 minutes of the <laughs> championship triumvirate of Clay, Dre, and Steph. They got to figure some stuff out on the fly. So I wouldn't blame anybody for not picking them. Uh, they are somewhat of an unknown entity, despite being clearly the most experienced core in these in this postseason. There's a lot of there's a lot of question marks. Uh, Steph wasn't really doing it tongue in cheek. I don't think anyone's in their right mind picking the Warriors to win a championship. But if they go and take care of business in the first round, that that might start changing because they do have a really really high upside. We just haven't seen it. We just don't know what this team actually is and. I wouldn't blame anybody for not betting on a mystery. Adita, this time last year, we were gearing up for the start of the NBA playoffs after the play-in games, and Mm -hmm. no one was saying Phoenix Suns. No one was talking about DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker and Chris Paul, and they should have the favorites. When you look at the field, East and Western Conference, is there a Phoenix Suns this year? Is there a team that is ready to take this next jump that people just aren't talking about right now? I like Boston. I liked Boston a lot better when Robert Williams was playing. And if he gets back and looks like the old Robert Williams, that takes the Celtics defense, which is really, really good to a hyper elite level. I'd imagine Uh, they also have that dude, right? They have the guy who you can just put the ball in his hands. He's going to be able to get a shot from anywhere he wants on the floor and he can go for 50 on a given night if you so need it in Jason Tatum. So uh, I do like Boston, but man, it's hard to pick anybody out of the East because it's going to be such a bloodbath. Those teams are so tight in that conference. I really like Phoenix. I think Phoenix is not getting enough respect right now. They won 64 games. They were far and away the best team in the NBA this season, and they should be hands down the favorites to win the title. I'm just not seeing odds right now that feel commensurate to the level of domination that Phoenix showed throughout the year and the experience that they have going to the finals last year and being up in that series. So while that doesn't necessarily fit the mold, I do have to get it in. Like I'm picking Phoenix all day, every day. And uh, I'd like Boston a little bit on the side and who knows, maybe golden state gets in there. Maybe they get it all figured out. I still have some skepticism about that. You know, Dina, we've had a few people that have a strong opinion about the Raptors Sixers series in your opinion how does that play out I think it goes seven I really like the way that you know Nick Nurse is going to coach a playoff series I I think that there is a massive mismatch in terms of just X's and O's and tactics when it comes to that series I'm not a big Doc Rivers guy Um, and so I I think that it could I think it could be a real slugfest Philadelphia's biggest issue isn't Joel Embiid who kind of still needs to prove it in the playoffs. In my opinion, their biggest issue is James Harden and postseason James Harden. And in particular, the predictability of James Harden in the postseason. I think that Toronto is so sharp and so versatile defensively that they might eat it up. They might be able to go right at James Harden and stop him from doing his one trick. And if James Harden doesn't have that one trick, he's not that valuable. Now, if he has that one trick, he's one of the best players in the NBA. So uh, I'm very interested to see how that goes down. Harden will certainly get his, 
but I, I've just seen it too many times having covered the Warriors, how this kind of goes. Those Rockets teams were incredible that went up against Golden State. I mean, truly great teams that would have absolutely won the title had they beaten Golden State. But at a certain point, you can only show the same trick so many times before someone figures out how to stop it. And I think that Toronto is as well equipped as anybody to stop it. So I think that's going to be one hell of a series. And you know what? If Philadelphia gets through that one, it might look easier in the next round and the round beyond that. But at a certain point, James Harden is just a one trick pony. It's an incredible trick. It's gotten him very far. It's gotten him a couple of MVPs, but there's a reason there's no rings on the finger. And I think that will ultimately be uh, the case at the end of this season too. Dieter Kurtenbach joining us uh, from the Bay area. Dieter, we got a minute to go. Let's switch to football real quickly. Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. what do you expect here in the next couple of weeks <laughs> as you laugh? Uh, I mean, I, I, who knows? Um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, the 49ers have spent all of the money that they had this upcoming offseason to put around Trey Lance. They've spent it all on a backup quarterback, so that's really good job by everybody in Santa Clara. Um, I don't expect any movement at this point. Maybe they'll get lucky and they'll find a, a suitor at the beginning of training camp. But unless Carolina wants to make a move like today, I just, I just don't see it. Uh, hope I'm wrong just for the sake of getting some finality here, because this is all very stupid. It's all very dumb <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> well, we like you and uh, I would never say stupid in the same sentence as Dieter Kurtenbach. <laughs> hey, Dieter, you're the man. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. There he is, Dieter Kurtenbach, San Jose Mercury News. And uh, catch him from time to time on KNBR. We'll get you updated on what's happening as the Pelicans lead by 12 under four minutes to go in the second quarter. And Desmond Ritter, a first-round pick? <laughs> the nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. It's a nightcap here on VEASAN, a Friday night. A little empty without our crew. Not Derek, uh, not Banksy, Big Balls. 
felt a little felt a little off today. No Jared tonight. He's yeah. busy. You, you, know? you know what I'm feeling? I should have emptied out all of my online accounts on Pelican's first half. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling right now. Don't you wish we could all have Biff's almanac and go back, I don't know, a couple times and just be like, oh, man, this is so obvious. 56-41 right now where we stand. It is trending just a bit under. Uh, your in-game total has just ticked up to 214.5 at DraftKings. Uh, and it closed at 216, 216 and a half. So, uh, once again, unders have been uh, very fruitful so far in uh, in the play-in tournament. Is the finale of the play-in tournament with the Pelicans currently leading by 15 uh, over the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, by the way, can I just update a baseball game? Sure. Uh, the Orioles and Yankees are still going on. Yeah, roll the Orioles Chapman. have the bases loaded, one out. 0-2 count, and Araldis Chapman is in the game. Who just, in his most recent outing, was pulled. pulled with the bases loaded. Justifiably so. Yeah. And he just struck him out. Let me go take one more look at this end game. <laughs> He's going to do it now. <laughs> and just, just want to just see, you know, what, what it looks like currently. It is almost a miracle that... We've gotten to Oh, a, the Yankees are plus 173. Are you going to do it? I don't know. Bases loaded, a roll to Chapman? Oh, yeah. He's 179. Now here stinks. Oh, no. Boom. Done. All right. He's done. in. He's in. Done. Now we're cheering for Sean and the Yankees. Oh, God. I'm cheering for the Yankees. Ugh. I'm cheering for Sean. Good strike, man. Hate the ghost runner. I just, I do. Well, they have way more problems in the ghost. No, I just, right it's now. disgusting. It's, oh. it's not baseball. Um, by the way, it is, uh, got a, Reggie Jackson has got leveled. Uh, 12 point lead for the Pelicans right now. 11.6 seconds to go in the uh, first half here. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 18 points. CJ McCollum, if you played over on CJ McCollum, uh, not his best showing as of yet. You know, we saw Trey Young drop 30 in the second half. Mm -hmm. But C.J. McCollum just with uh, eight points right now. So, well under uh, on the pace of 25 and a half. Brandon Ingram, though, in great shape if you took over Brandon Ingram. As he's sitting with 18 points uh, as Reggie Jackson heads to the free throw line. I'm not sure. Here's the adjusted numbers because Paul George obviously out tonight dealing with COVID-19. Uh, Reggie Jackson, 11 points and. Look, if they're going to make a comeback, he's going to have to go off here in the second half. Uh, Nicholas Batum, just two points. Marcus Morris is sitting with 12. So uh, that's helpful uh, if, uh, if you played anything for him. But closing seconds here of the first half, and the Pelicans looking to go into the locker rooms with a double-digit lead over the Clippers on the road. Winner moves on to take on the Phoenix Suns. Give either one of these teams a chance against Phoenix. Yeah, everybody has a chance. Well, realistically, would you bet them? No. Yeah. Can I can I say something though? Is this kind of a macro point? It is. You are the co-host of this program. Yeah, I wasn't asking like actually for permission. I know. I yes. Just... Okay. Zion Wilson has to be delusional if he's thinking about walking away from this team. They're good. Because the what we heard the majority of the year was okay. Zion could play. Doesn't want to be in New Orleans. Wait, listen, the Pelicans are good. 
They have a great nucleus of young talent. Like, he would be delusional to leave this team. I don't disagree. Uh, 56 to 46, halftime in Los Angeles, Pelicans with a 10 point lead. And you're looking right now at a total for the game at 214 and a half. So just two points off of where we stood pregame. But not that far off uh, as we try to get a clean sweep. I'm not saying I bet them all, but just if you did bet all unders. So we are at the half, 56 to 46. We'll see uh, when those second half lines start to pop, and we'll get those to you. But while we wait, uh, we're going to talk to uh, Will Palashik here, bottom of the hour, from WFNZ in Charlotte. Because as a new day comes, there's a new mock draft out there, there's a new report uh, of who potentially could go to the Panthers. Do they trade out? I think they, if they can, they will. But that's the big if. And you do it. Is this a Daniel Jones a couple years years ago situation where the Giants kind of showed their cards and when I think it was number six, two showed up, Daniel Jones was the selection. It almost feels a little too obvious that it's Kenny Pickett. Um, Malik Willis. It's interesting because you haven't heard Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis mentioned a whole lot lately. Yeah, it's been, it's, Matt Corral. We've heard more about Matt Corral and Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. So I, we're going to do more of a breakdown next week on Ritter and Corral because they are borderline. No, well, they're getting buzzed regardless. Matt Corral will be here in Las Vegas attending the draft. So will Malik Willis. So will Malik Willis. Can no he, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett decide to stay. He was invited. No Desmond Ritter either. I don't know if Desmond Ritter. No, he's not. I saw the list of 21 guys. No, I know, but I don't know if he turned down. Like, Kenny oh, Pickett turned down the right, invitation. Right, right, right. Um, but, yes, Matt Corral, Malik Wills will be in Las Vegas. Uh, Desmond Ritter and Kenny Pickett will not. But when you when you look at Desmond Ritter, he's 6'3", big dude, tons of success, tons of playing time, mm-hmm. tons, of, tons of games. What is your kind of quick snapshot breakdown of Desmond Ritter? He's a guy that I would love to draft in the third, fourth round and have him sit behind an experienced top-tier quarterback that has athleticism and let him learn. Let him teach him how to locate the football on a consistent basis better than he does now. Um, And to me, that's his only opportunity to be a successful NFL quarterback. He's not ready to be a first-round draft pick and be put in a situation where he has to play too early. What if he's a first-round draft pick, let's say let's say 32 to Detroit? He's behind Jared Goff. Now, Jared Goff is probably not going to be a, hey, buddy, I'll put my arm over you. And, right. you know, Jared Goff is not a grizzled veteran. So I'm not saying he's going to be detrimental. But Jared Goff is a guy that has... Played in the Super Bowl, led a team yeah. to a Super Bowl. He would I mean I'm so he would be a good be, guy to learn under. I don't know if Jared Goff would be warm the problem, and fuzzy with The him. problem with a Desmond Ritter behind a Jared Goff on a team like Detroit is there are going to be too many people calling for Desmond Ritter to get in the game for sure. Because Detroit's probably not going to be very good. You know, Jared Goff is kind of an inconsistent quarterback, even though he's deserving of a starting job in the NFL. So that's just a bad situation in my opinion because a lot of times the veteran is not going to help the rookie. 
or the young quarterback when it's his job on the line. But but a guy that's more established that is the 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 starter un, without question. I mean, that's a better situation because I'm just telling you, Desmond's not ready to play this year. I don't think he's ready to play next year. I think he's a guy. If you throw him out there too early, you're probably going to ruin him. I'm curious what would be the best landing spot because if we're we're trying to find the perfect scenario, Sean, where Desmond Ritter can go, because I think he's going first. I think he's going to be a first-round pick. Yeah. Maybe early second. And even in the early second, Detroit is sitting there at 34. That could be a landing spot. Uh, Jets, you know, do the Giants take a flyer in him? That's not a good situation. They're going to be calling for him to get the starting job there. Houston just drafted Davis Mills. There's really no team early in the second round that is has that veteran quarterback. Indianapolis is at 42, but that's their first pick of the draft. They're trying to win a Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to be drafting a quarterback at 42, especially when I feel like they're just trying to add pieces that could be contributors right away. See, I, I mean, Pittsburgh has a general manager spot open. To me, Pittsburgh at 52. He's not going to last that long. I know he's not, but I'm you asking me what's right. best for him. Dallas at 56. But, but Dallas is probably not going yeah. to take a quarterback. You know, maybe Tampa at 60. Even, But they took Kyle Trask last year. So I just think... And we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it goes, but I'm just telling you, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to quarterbacks. Oh, he's not ready to play. Yeah. No, I, I believe you. I he's just not. I just know he's going to be a first-round pick. And I don't think so. Kevin, get a cigar bet? Desmond Ritter, first round, no first round? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Got him. <laughs> well, that pretty much is our bet. We were going to bet on over-under three in the first round. Desmond... Ritter. Took a while to get finally a, a first round. Uh, a yes, first round. No chance. Also, the Orioles just won. Yeah, I saw that. Great bet by me. Uh, it's actually not minus one twenty right now for him to be a first round pick. It's either going to be him or Corral. One of those two is going to be a first round pick. I'd take Ritter over Corral. I would too. I think more tools in that toolbox. All right, cigar bet. Love it. Led to Charlotte next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Compete for cash, even if you're not an expert, with the FTX Playoffs Prediction Challenge. Join at this 16 part prediction pool series and play for your share of $80,000 in total cash prizes with your playoff hoops predictions. Head to DraftKings.com slash FTX now to get in on the action. FTX, the number one pick for crypto. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Halftime out in Los Angeles. The finale of the play-in tournament. New Orleans leading 56-46 to over the Clippers. Your second half line. Clippers minus two and a half, a total of 112. So that would mean Clippers minus seven and a half, or sorry, uh, Pelicans minus seven and a half for the game with a total around 214 or so. Earlier tonight, it was Atlanta coming from behind, beating Cleveland, much to the chagrin of the two of us. 107 101, another under does. We got Trey Young. Yeah, we did. He, uh, he was pretty good in that second half. And. 
uh, Atlanta will move on and take on the Miami Heat in the first round of the playoffs. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. And uh, always great to catch up with old friends. And uh, me and Will worked uh, many years ago uh, on a different network. And uh, he's doing great things down in uh, the beautiful city of Charlotte, North Carolina with WFNZ and also their professional soccer team down there where he is the radio play-by-play voice of Charlotte FC. But we're going to stick to the American football team, uh, as you've been talking about on WFNZ, because I was like, I, I need someone going to maybe know- get the skinny. I don't know if he knows the answers, but maybe you do. At six, what are what are the Panthers doing? Let's start in order. Kenny Pickett, what's the latest on Kenny Pickett? Uh when is he in? Has he already been in uh, down there in Charlotte? Well, first of all, good to see you, Tim. And uh, it's been a long time, as you said. Uh, as far as Kenny Pickett goes, they've been looking at basically everybody under the sun when it comes to the quarterbacks this week, and he's certainly one of them. The, the connection, obviously, to the Keystone State is obviously one that many people up here think could be a connection for the Carolina Panthers. Pickett seems like the, I want to say safe option for a lot of people, but for whatever reason, there's that connection between not only rule with the Pennsylvania connection, but also with David Tepper's booster connections with the university up there. So there's could, there could be a little bit of a different situation there when it comes to his particular connections here to Charlotte. I still feel like Pickett from a, at least an enthusiasm standpoint, wouldn't necessarily play very well when it comes to the Panthers and at least in their fan base. But I think anyone's looking for an option that's not Sam Donald right now. You know, this is a fascinating, I mean, fascinating scenario to watch unfold, Will, because as you mentioned, no one's excited about Sam Darnold, but when the decision was made to move away from Teddy Bridgewater to Sam Darnold, there's not a lot of people that actually know what they're evaluating that thought Sam Darnold was an upgrade. And now you <laughs> sit here at six and – If you're being honest, there's not a quarterback worthy of being selected at six. Why is it so hard for these organizations, and in this case it's it's Mr. Tepper, it's Scott Fitterer, it's Matt Rule, to just do the right thing? Because quarterback is a significant need for the Panthers, but so is offensive line. So if Evan Neal or Ekowanu are sitting there, why not do the right thing and get a player deserving of being a top-ten pick that helps also fill a major deficiency and then kick the quarterback can down the road because if you draft a quarterback at six that's not ready to contribute, that's not worthy of that selection two years from now, you're most likely still in the same situation. You're totally right, Sean, and I do feel like at least now maybe there's more of an open door for that offensive lineman to possibly come through just because they've got – Pretty high evaluations on the two guys you mentioned, Nikki Aquanu and Evan Neal. And there is a particular, I, I would say, desire, I think, for some teams who might be more desperate than the Panthers are at quarterback to leapfrog them and possibly jump up and get either Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett and then could possibly have one of those two guys at linemen shake down to the number six spot. I don't know if they f- value Charles Cross or penning the same way as they do uh, Evan Neal or Iquanu. But I do feel like if either of those two guys is there at six, uh, I think they run the card up to the commissioner just because of the fact that they made a couple of very big signings in Austin Corbett and Bradley Bozeman this offseason when it comes to the offensive line. If you can put 
uh, Neal or Aquano, then at left tackle, then they can move Brady Christensen to left guard, and you'd have a much more solid offensive line for Donald to work with, and still don't even count out the fact that a free agency or trade possibility could come into play with Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield. I know that the words of mutual disinterest were being talked about when it comes to Mayfield, but I don't think that particular fire is completely burned out yet, and certainly the Jimmy G one isn't either. Now, it's interesting, Will, because Carolina doesn't really have the draft capital to pull this off, but it makes all the sense in the world. Have you heard anything about them potentially being involved with the Arizona Cardinals? They seem to be in a situation where their quarterback, Kyler Murray, where, call it what you may, they seem to be at odds about his worth, his value. Have they kicked that can at all? I know that there is some interest, at least from the Carolina Panthers, about that, but I don't know if 100% it's something that they can do. Just because you said, Sean, they don't really have a lot of draft capital. Only six picks in this year's draft, and they've got nothing between six and 137 in the draft. So it would have to be something in the future that they'd have to lean on. And I know that the one thing that Scott Fitter does not want to do is he does not want to mortgage the 100% future for something that's not a sure thing, although Kyler Murray is probably the closest thing to a sure thing that's out there on the market right now, even though it's not quite the open market. But I do at least know that that has something that has been talked about inside their offices, just a matter of whether or not they can find a price for him and also how much Kyler Murray actually wants to force himself out of Arizona. Will desperate times call for desperate measures? One of the kind of, I guess, in my opinion, one of the things sitting in the room that nobody seems to be talking about is Pro Bowl running back Christian McCaffrey. Where are the Panthers as far as their trust that he will stay healthy and their commitment to him moving forward? Is he someone maybe they could utilize to bring back a Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, he's been on the block for a little bit when it comes to a lot of these different deals. And I know that the Sean Watson deal was something that they were at least trying very hard for. And I know McCaffrey was one of those pieces that was dangled. And there were even talks about McCaffrey, you know, earlier on in the offseason. And Matt Rule was very pointed about the fact that, hey, you know, we had to sit down and, and talk to Christian and say, hey, look, you know, we're trying everything we can to improve this football team. And, and sometimes it might involve your name being talked about, and, and he's fine about it. I know Christian wants to stay here and believes in the future of this franchise, but obviously a lot of uh, the franchise and the fan base doesn't really believe on his ability to stay healthy. So the fact of the matter remains is that you look at him and you look at his lack of production over the last two years because of those injuries, it's a genuine concern. And the cap number doesn't even really hit until this upcoming year. So the fact is that you have a lot of that money that's still yet to be spoken for and not really a lot of production behind it over the last two years. There were a lot of people who were very critical, and I was one of them, and the fact that they kind of pulled the trigger on that deal too early. We always know what it's like when it comes to the second contracts for running backs. And right now, if they could get that contract off their hands, I don't think they would necessarily uh, blink at it, but it wouldn't be for anything other than something like a Kyler Murray. I don't think they'd give him up for a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Baker Mayfield type. I think Murray, somebody who has more upside than, uh, than either of those two guys, I think would have to be the deal that they would pull that one off for. Talking to Will Palashik at Willie P. Style on Twitter, a host for WFNZ in Charlotte. Uh, Will, the fairly interesting quote, maybe two weeks or so ago now from Scott Fitterer, basically saying, uh, you know, and I'm sure you talked about it ad nauseum, but it was, you know, we don't want to draft a quarterback, but sometimes you have to draft a quarterback. So is there pressure coming from up top? I mean, Matt Rule entering year three. This is a critical year for Matt Rule 
down there in Carolina. So you're sitting there at six. Ideally, if you had a second, third round pick, maybe you could trade back in. So that's where I look at six. And I'm like, if they can't get out of that, they, they might be forced to go quarterback. So you mentioned Kenny Pickett. What is the buzz in Charlotte about Malik Willis? Not that you draft solely off of what your fans think, but would there be some juice if that was the selection at six? Oh, there'd be much more juice for Malik Willis. And there is the scenario that many have floated about not only bringing in Malik Willis at number six, but bringing back Cam Newton to kind of mentor him and, and kind of play that bridge quarterback uh, so that Willis at least has somebody to learn under that has a similar skill set and the ability to get ready underneath him. Uh, I also feel like that he would be somebody who this fan base can identify a lot better with than Pickett and even more than Sam Donald, just because of the fact that he does bring that escapability and the ability to make all the throws. But there is a concern that he's going up two levels of competition from what he was at Liberty. I think that was a, a quote that Bill Polian said when it came to that. So in terms of trying to get him in the, in the picture, it's certainly something that's been talked about. I do know from one well-placed source, they have said they want to bring another quarterback in, whether it's a rookie or whether it's a veteran. So it won't just be PJ Walker and Sam Donald in there. They will bring a third quarterback in there somehow, some way. All right, Will, 20 seconds, feet to the fire. What do they do at six? I still think it's a lineman. I really do. I still think it has to be something to fortify that offensive line. You don't have the ability to really do anything at the quarterback position that really is big for the future. I'm big on the lineman. He's smart Will Palashik. He's a smart at guy. At Willie P. Style, he is. I had him drafting Ekuma Akwonu. Yep. <laughs> hey, Will, great stuff, man. Great Let's stuff. Talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, as always. There he is, Will Palashik from WFNZ. It is the nightcap. You're on Visa. Smart guy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said og you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The NFL Draft is right here in Vegas, and we're going to have extensive coverage, including mock drafts, Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM, will give his draft analysis, Mike Pritchard, a first-round pick, Sean King, a second-round pick. They've got insights for you to, as well, and Brent Musburger will add in his favorite draft bets. 
Sign up today to get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft for only 19 bucks at VEASAN.com slash spring. You have got to be kidding me right now. The Clippers have the lead. This is, I mean, we're watching the Cavaliers meltdown again. I know. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, They have outscored New Orleans 13-2 here in this third quarter. New Orleans only has two points? In the third quarter. Wow. Who'd you bet? Uh, That would be New Orleans plus four. I need plus 14 the way this is going. My goodness gracious. Imagine having both teams that led by double figures at the half and losing both bets. You know, I've always thought about this. (laughs) And I think it's something that I'm going to start by actually doing. If I like an underdog in some of these games, I'm going to start betting 50% on the first half. Especially in the NBA, because, you know, if you like a team, oh my you have your reasons for liking them, but, man, the swings that happen during the course of an NBA game are unlike any other sport. I mean, literally, it seems like every game, there's someone that takes the lead by 14, 15, and all of a sudden you look up and they're down two. Yeah. It is uh, – the Clippers have completely flipped this game on its head. Your live line right now is Clippers – believe minus one and a half uh, minus two and a half and the total is uh, 213 and a half so it's trending a little bit towards the under but now the Clippers are your in-game favorites as they trail by double digits so it is uh it has turned things around the Pelicans have gone cold would you take the Pelicans now oh uh, you could get them plus price on the money well, let line. Me, let me settle down. Settle down. In-game king over here. Yeah. All right. While you wait for that. Um, see. I'm trying to get my Yankee money back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Aroldis Chapman walked in the uh, game-winning run. Yes. And it was uh, it was definitely a ball. And, like, the manager was berating. Aaron Boone wasn't happy? No, he wasn't happy, happy at all. I mean, the good thing is if the Pelicans continue to miss shots, they'll lose. Which so is, the Pelicans are plus 104 yeah, on wait the money line. I'm going to wait a little bit. The way bit. they're shooting right now, you might get to get a better price here in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. This is turning out to be a wonderful evening. The total's like, what was it, 216 or something? 216. It's right on it. Yeah, uh, 212 and a half. Yeah. I bet you a cigar the Clippers score here. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you a cigar is a two-pointer, not a three-pointer. <laughs> That is always funny that we have our live lines up and it's like, oh, something's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, 62 to 58, timeout New Orleans. What a meltdown. And uh, credit to Clippers, though. Clippers have played well here uh, out of the jump as they have outscored the Pelicans just 16 to 2. No big deal. I still feel like the best player in Yay. the game is CJ McCollum. I do too, and he hasn't played all that well tonight. So in the second half. However, Reggie Jackson is could say something else. Reggie Jackson. Nah, nah I just saw what Patrick Beverly points. did to him. So uh, you, I, I'm not buying that. Uh, CJ has four. He's four of thirteen, and no three so far. So hopefully, they, can 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 CJ McCollum like take a phone call from Trey Young right now and be like, oh, okay, that's you dropped thirty and two in the second half. Okay, cool. I'll do that now. Oh, I wish he'd have shot like this when uh, he was at Lehigh and they knocked out Duke. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, we'll talk to Will Hill, our good friend from VSIN, top of the hour, get his thoughts on all of the NBA series coming up. But I want to rehash what we just had with Will Palashik. And 
he said, you know, feet to the fire. He thinks it's a lineman. He's down there uh, every day. And, you know. Who had them selecting a lineman, by the way? You did. Yeah. And I said, if I was Scott Fitterer, and the way the draft fell. They should. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing would be if both linemen are gone. Yeah, let me ask you this, Sean. If Charles Cross. No. No, okay. He's not a top 10. All right, so let's play this out. Let's play a quick little. Uh, he's a developmental tackle to me. I don't think Charles Cross is a guy that's going to start year one. Let's not play, on a good team. Let's play this game. Can't trade out. Mm-hmm. Number one, Hutchinson. Number two, Walker. Number three, uh, Iki Iquanu. Number four, uh, K. Sauce Gardner. Number five, uh, Evan Neal. Panthers on the clock. Do, 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 do. What do you do? That'd be interesting. Can't I mean, it. here's what you'd have to pray. Can't, and you can't trade down. Well, well again. They'll try, but you can't. <sighs> so you've got Kayvon Thibodeau's available. Uh, you've got yeah, Charles Yeah, see, Cross. the thing is right there, you just got to pray that, that you can trade out. But you can't. That's the game. Yeah, somebody will want to trade up. Somebody will want to trade it. But you might be trading 75 cents on the dollar. Yeah. But why would someone want to trade up? Who do they want? At that point, Thibodeau, Jermaine Johnson, you know, some of those guys, you know, might be targeted. So, let me ask you this, though. So at That's si- a nightmare scenario for At Carolina. six, Aquanu, Neal are both gone, which I think is likely. Aquanu and Neal are both gone at six. You think Charles Cross, you would be forcing oh, that selection? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not a – You'd be no. forcing a quarterback there. Yeah. What do you do? You're Matt Rule. So, so I think you in pick my, a quarterback in, in my that opinion, in that scenario, you have to trust your board. And it would depend on who their board is. Who's the highest rated player left on your board? I just feel like, and this, this is where teams get in trouble mm-hmm. because they panic and they take a Charles Cross. Who Charles Cross is talented, but he's light years behind Evan Neal and Ikawanu as far as being ready to play. Like he's not going and start at left tackle next year, and you'd be a successful NFL football team. And you don't have a second. You don't have a right. third. So I think that's where you got to trust your board. Like, I'm just telling you, like, I, I would value my board. And when I say board, that's how you rank the players, regardless of position, just based on ability, skill, potential at the NFL level. And listen, if you have a D tackle that's pretty good and Aaron Donald is sitting there, and I yelled this during Aaron Donald's draft, he should have been the number one pick, don't pass on Aaron Donald. I mean, those transcendent talents, you just have to – you figure it out later, but you don't let them be selected after you. you just Don't get caught up in that this is a need, we're going here regardless, even though this player is 12 spots lower on our board than another player that's available. You know, let's just say Sauce Gardner was sitting there. Okay, I know you drafted a corner, uh, J.C. Horn, last year from South Carolina. I'd take Sauce Gardner anyway. And now, hopefully, I have two lockdown corners. I'm just telling you, the, to me, the draft, especially at the top end, is about acquiring elite assets. It's not about filling needs. I feel like free agency is where you fill needs. I think that would be fascinating if that is the scenario that plays out where it's those five guys go and what do the Panthers do? And do they panic and do they take a quarterback there, whether it be Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett? I, I do want to revisit something. mentioned it earlier to Eric Eager. I made another draft bet today, added it to the list. Uh-oh. And it's over nine and a half. Kyle Hamilton. 
for Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton, Notre Dame safety. Uh, we haven't done safeties yet. There's, it's not a loaded it's not a class. class yeah. Dax Hill out of uh, Michigan's Michigan, borderline yeah. first-round pick. But Kyle Hamilton had a lot of buzz early. And I know you could have got a great number if you foresaw how he would perform at the Combine, at his pro day. Yeah, his first total was, what, five maybe? Five and a half, I yeah. think. So he's sitting there at nine and a half. And the reason I made this bet, Sean, was I'm looking at that top ten. I don't see where he falls. Now, trade is always the, the worst-case scenario because he is a, I don't know, would you say elite, very good player in this draft class? So he's a really, really good football player, but he plays a position that you don't generally prioritize at that point in the draft. And his issue is if you do go safety, Early in the draft, historically, it has to be one that's a unicorn from a skill athleticism standpoint. And so while I think Kyle Hamilton is going to be a day one starter, things will be very productive, player in the National Football League, even potentially might make a pro bowl or two. He doesn't test off the charts. And I'm not a person that says testing should ever supersede production and film study, but at that position, I'd like to look at the film and see a great player, and then I'd also like that to be confirmed by the testing. So let's just do it real quickly. Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston, Jets, Giants, Panthers, Giants, Falcons, Seahawks. Got to get past all those. Any of those teams a safety away, Sean? No. Nah, someone would have to trade up for him to go in the top 10. Minus 120 locked it in today. Kyle Hamilton. I don't want to see him fall. I think he will over nine and a half for the fighting Irish safety. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Talk a little NBA with Will Hill next. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.